Thank you so much for joining us for the NCC More podcast. You know, we're really hoping that this podcast will just give you a little extra, a little more, a little more value uh, and a deeper insight uh, from the message on Sunday. And uh, for the last three weeks, we've been talking about prayer uh, and uh, the the importance of prayer in our journey with Jesus. This past Sunday, I, I gave three guidelines for prayer, and uh, they were very, very, very simple. And it just said this: uh, Whenever you pray, you need to keep it simple. Two, you need to keep it steady. And three, you need to keep it sincere. And uh, you know, sometimes prayer can be very intimidating. Uh, it, it's intimidating because obviously you are talking uh, to someone that you cannot see. Uh, you are talking to the one who created the heavens and the earth uh, and formed you as well. You are talking to the one that holds your future in his hands and you are trusting him with things that you cannot control. And for all of those reasons, it can be intimidating because I feel like, man, I have to say these words perfect. I, I have to perform this prayer. Um, but really, that is so far from the truth. Uh, and so when we, when we look at prayer, I, I'm going to just give you a few additional thoughts as we kind of work our way through these guidelines. Uh, because I really believe... Um, uh, that there is power in our prayer. And it's the last thing that the enemy wants you to do. The enemy does not want you to pray uh, because the enemy knows that there is power whenever you connect with God. And prayer is our connection point with God. And so the enemy wants to convince you that uh, you're not worthy uh, to pray. God's not going to listen to you because you're not saying the right words or because you're not living the right life. God, God is distant from you. He doesn't care about you. These are the lies that the enemy tells to keep us from praying because ultimately the enemy knows how powerful your prayer is. And even according to scripture, it says the prayer of the righteous man is powerful and effective. And so it's the last thing that the enemy wants you doing is praying. And so uh, we're going we're gonna to fight through uh, those lies. We're going to fight through uh, the, the, the lies that the enemy tells us to keep us from praying. And so whenever we are going to pray, just a few things that I want you to remember. One, we talked about Sunday. You got to keep it simple. Let me just add to that just for a moment, and, and that is you can keep it short. Whenever you, whenever you pray, you don't have to feel like I have to box off 30 minutes of my schedule in order to pray. No, I can pray a short prayer. Even uh, when Jesus taught the disciples to pray, I do think it's interesting in Scripture that uh, this is the only thing that the disciples asked Jesus uh, to uh, to teach them because what they saw is they saw Jesus go away and pray and they saw the impact. They saw the results. They saw Jesus go away and pray and miracles happen. And they saw there was power whenever Jesus connected with the Father. And so whenever, whenever the disciples saw that, they said, Jesus, teach us how to pray. And when Jesus taught them how to pray, uh, it's what we have now as the Lord's Prayer. Actually, Destiny taught on this at the very 
uh, first week of our prayer series, and maybe you want to go back and listen to that uh, beautiful message, Breaking Down the Lord's Prayer. But if you pray the Lord's Prayer, uh, it's like 60 seconds of prayer. Uh, it is a short prayer, and that's how Jesus taught the disciples to pray. Sometimes we feel like, man, if I'm going to pray and really connect with God, uh, then I, I've got it, man, I've got to pray, what, what, 20 minutes, 30 minutes, 60 minutes. I got to really get into this thing. And sometimes it's the short prayers that have the greatest impact. And so uh, whenever we talk about, you know, keeping it simple, uh, it's not that we, we, we have that tendency, obviously, to overcomplicate some things in our life. Uh, but it's not just keeping it simple. It's also keeping it short. Keep it short. Even Jesus said uh, people that don't know God, they feel like they're going to be heard because of the, the length of their prayers, because they, because they use religious words and because they pray for a long time, maybe even saying the same things over and over and over. Um, we, are, we, are, we are not heard when we pray because of the time that we spend or uh, because that we say the same thing over and over again. No, we are heard uh, by God because He is a good, good Father and He is anxiously awaiting us to connect with Him. So don't feel like you have to pray this long prayer and you know it's it's so funny because the people that teach on prayer right they've been praying for so long and so many times the people that teach on prayer uh, they've been in this lifestyle of prayer for 20, 30 years, uh, and they start talking about, yes, I pray two hours every morning. I pray, and it, it can be overwhelming and think two hours in prayer. I can't even focus for two minutes in prayer. That is okay. You need to pray uh, and it can be simple and it can be short. And whether that's two minutes or three minutes or five minutes in the, in the morning before you get your day started, keep it simple. And sometimes that means keep it short. And then we got to keep it steady. We got to keep it steady. You know, I would prefer people to pray for two minutes uh, every day than for people to pray 20 minutes once a month. I think there is just uh, a power in daily connecting with God, giving thanks, taking your needs and your requests before Him, uh, and connecting with Him on a daily basis. I think that that steady connection with Him is going to do more and be more beneficial in your journey with Him than saying, uh, I prayed for uh, 20 minutes or I prayed for an hour, but I only do that once a month. There is power in just that routine. There's power in that consistency. And I can promise you this. If you, if you start connecting with God on a daily basis every single morning, you might start with one minute or two minutes. But I can guarantee you, as you stay in the steady flow, the time that you spend with God is going to grow. If you, if you stay with that, you're going to be spending two minutes with God, and then you're going to want it four minutes with God, and then there's going to be more to talk about. You're going to get comfortable, and then you're going to want to spend five minutes, and, and then it might even grow to ten minutes. But, but the reason it's growing is because it's steady. It's because it's steady. You know, whenever you 
Uh, maybe you see a kid that you haven't seen. Maybe it's a cousin. Maybe it's a niece, a nephew, and you only see them every Christmas. You know, man, it looks like they grew overnight, right? It looks like, man, that kid grew six inches, but the kid did not grow six inches. The kid was growing uh, millimeter by millimeter by millimeter over the course of a long time. And then when you see them, you're like, wow, look how much that kid has grown. It, it's the same in your prayer life. Your prayer, if it just stays steady, it's just going to grow and grow and grow and grow. And maybe you get to the place where, man, you're praying 15 minutes every morning, but it started because you just committed to praying for 60 seconds every morning. And because you stayed steady with it and steady and steady, if you look back now over the course of a couple years, you're like, wow, look how far I've come. I can't believe that I'm praying this much over a, uh, over a day. I never would have dreamed that I would have had this many things to say to God. I would never have dreamed I'd be spending this much time talking to God, uh, but it didn't happen overnight. It didn't happen overnight. It happened day by day inch by inch, millimeter by millimeter, prayer by prayer, and that's exactly how you grow. And so you got to be willing to keep it steady. You have to be willing to keep it steady. And so just remember, uh, two minutes a day is better than 20 minutes once a week. Just keep it steady. And then we talked uh, finally about you have to keep it sincere. You have to keep it sincere. And uh, and, and the thing about uh, being sincere is that the the only way you can really connect with God is connecting with who you really are, connecting with your heart. Your heart is the heart that God wants to connect with. It's not the heart that you would like to have or the heart that you pretend to have. God wants to connect with your heart. And you know there there are times where uh, man, like I, I don't, I, I don't want God to know what I'm thinking right now. <laughs> I don't, I don't want God to know what the doubts that I'm having or the fears that I'm having. Like I don't want God to know. Well, let me just give you a, 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 a news flash. He already knows. He already knows what's there. Um, I, actually, I heard a great, uh, a great story when I was at the uh, John Maxwell. Uh, conference just a, a couple weeks ago, getting my certifi certification to be a, a certified John Maxwell speaker, trainer, and coach. And uh, when I was there, uh, he John Maxwell was telling about giving some advice uh, to a CEO. And uh, John Maxwell was saying that if you're really going to lead people, that you need to be vulnerable. You need to be willing to admit your weaknesses and talk about your weaknesses and uh, the CEO pushed back and said, I, I don't I don't agree. I, I don't think that you should ever show your weaknesses to the people that you're trying to lead, that you should only lead from the place of strength and that uh, that you do have the answers. And and John Maxwell uh, gave this man the advice and he said, well, well, uh, the 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 thing is, is that uh, you are operating from the perception that they don't already know your weaknesses. And uh, he said it took the man back. He said, what do you mean? And he said, they already know your weaknesses. The problem is you're just not willing to admit what they already know. And it was an eye-opening moment for this leader and this CEO. And, and whenever we come to God, it's kind of that exact same way. It's like we can come to God and feel like, well, I don't want God to see my weaknesses. I don't, I don't want God to know what I'm dealing with right now. 
But that's assuming that God doesn't know. That if you say it, like you're informing God, you're not informing God. What you're doing is you're being honest with God. God already knows your fears. He already knows what you're worried about, what you're anxious about. He already knows all of these things. And so what we have to do is we have to be honest about that. And that's where that sincerity comes in. When we pray a sincere prayer, we're just talking to God about what's really going on in our heart. Once again, this can be intimidating. Hear me very clearly because we are praying to the one who ultimately we are going to stand before one day. He, We are going to have to give an account of our life to him. He is he is the judge, if you would. And so it can it, it can feel intimidating admitting, God, I'm not where I really want to be. God, I'm dealing with these uh the, these these consistent things that keep showing up in my life. And, and but here is the here's what I would say. This is the good news is that you just have to be willing to admit it to God. It's the only way you're going to break through when you really bring this sincere need when you really get honest about what's going on. It's the only way that God can truly help you with what is going on. And if you just pretend that everything is okay and you pretend that you're not dealing with fear and you pretend that you're not struggling with that sin and you just pretend that you're not doing that, you're not inviting God to help you with that in your life. So whenever you pray a sincere prayer, you're literally praying to God and you're asking God to get involved with what it is that you are dealing with. And that's where the breakthrough is going to actually happen. Um, you know, and the other thing about praying sincere is that you have to pray the way that you pray. If you were uh, in church on Sunday, I, I talked about the impact that destiny had in my prayer journey. And uh, if you missed it on Sunday, I encourage you to go back and listen to uh, to part three of our Maybe I'll Pray series. Um, but, but here's the thing, is destiny had an impact on my prayer life, um, uh, or on my prayer journey, rather. Uh, but here, but here's the truth. I'd, I, she had an impact on me, but I still don't pray like she prays. She, she has opened me up to this idea that, wow, you can be super vulnerable and super sincere, and, and it's okay to really express some of these things to God, but I still don't pray like she prays. Maybe I have adopted a little bit of that mentality but I still pray like I pray. And if you've been at one of our prayer meetings, you you have you have heard the difference as destiny leads prayer and I lead prayer. It, it definitely has a different rhythm to it. It has a, a, a different voice to it, if you would. But it's opened me up to understand. So I'm not saying that if you're going to pray a sincere prayer, oh, you have to pray like destiny prays because she is the one who is sincere and vulnerable and you have to adopt her rhythm. No, you have to be true to yourself. But whenever you are true to yourself, you have to be true to the real self that is in you. And, and that's the important piece to take away. And so, uh, so yeah, I, I still, I still pray with tremendous faith. I still speak, uh, really into that courage. I still go after it. I still pray with intensity. Yes, yes, yes. And yes, that is how I still pray. It is just with a realization that I can be vulnerable even in those moments, but I still pray with my rhythm. And so it's not saying, Hey, you have to adopt somebody else's prayer style. If you really want to be sincere, 
Um, no, sincere is just a matter of connecting with God in a genuine and honest way. And you're still going to do that through your own personality and through your, uh, through your own DNA, if you would. Uh, and that's how God wants to connect with you. But there is power in praying a sincere, honest prayer. And, uh, you know, we have a house habit here that says we practice honesty. And uh, the, one of the best places for you to start in that is practicing honesty with God and being honest about, uh, about what you're dealing with, what you're thinking, what you're feeling. Be honest with God about your emotions, being honest with God. And, uh, and so you can start by, by practicing with God that, that house habit that will bleed over and help you in other areas of your life as well. And so, hey, I really hope this prayer series has been beneficial to you. I really hope that, it, that it's helped you in your prayer journey. And just remember, keep it simple. Keeping it simple means that you can keep it short. Keep it steady, meaning that daily prayer, whether that's two minutes a day, three minutes a day, whatever that is, it's going to be more valuable than just blocking off 20 minutes once a week or uh, 30 minutes once a month. Keep it steady. Do something on a daily basis. And then keeping it sincere, keeping it sincere. Tell God what's really going on in your life and in your heart and in your mind. And as you do that, you can keep your own rhythm and your own personality in it, but just be honest with God about where you actually are. And as we begin to pray that way, simple, steady, and sincere, we're going to connect with God. And that's the main goal. It's to connect with God because he is the one who changes our heart and he is the one that transforms our life. And prayer is simply one avenue that we get to connect with him. So that's my challenge to you today. Connect with God today in prayer. It's simple, it's steady, and it's sincere, but make sure that you do it today. Hey, thanks again so much for joining us for the NCC More podcast. And um, hey, I just want to let you know that this Sunday we are kicking off a brand new series um, uh, on, uh, it's going to be coming right out of the Gospels. We're just talking about Jesus. We're talking about Jesus. We're talking about so love, how God so loved the world. Jesus is the so love of God. And uh, it's going to be a powerful six weeks that we're going to have. But I want to give you a heads up on what to expect as we get into the NCC More podcast for these next six weeks. You're not going to want to miss them because we're going to have members of our staff sharing how Jesus transformed their lives. It is going to be so good and it is going to be so rich and so encouraging. And I want to make sure that you go ahead, go ahead and subscribe to this podcast. Make sure that you are automatically getting it uh, because I don't want you to miss one week of the NCC More podcast as we get into this Jesus series. It is going to be inspiring. It's going to be encouraging. And I know it is going to touch your heart. So make sure that you are uh, looking for those over the next few weeks. But hey, thank you so much once again for joining us. We look forward to seeing you this Sunday, 930 and 1115. God bless you. Have a great day.